Hi, this is Andre with the JJC, Jacksonville Jaguars Country Podcast. This is episode 12. Um, Before I start off with the JJC podcast, I want to give a special prayer to Raquel Armstead. Um, He is still battling COVID-19. He has been in the hospital. He's just been having a tough time with it. I want to send out prayers to him and his family. And pray for a safe recovery. He will not be playing for the remainder of this season. And also, I want to, I want to also send prayers to everyone that has COVID nineteen or had COVID nineteen, and is battling with that. That is a tough thing to have. The pandemic changed everything, and it changed our lives forever. But if you haven't known or haven't noticed, um, the Jaguars have lost their sixth straight game as they lose to the Los Angeles Superchargers 39-29. to um, This game was the same thing. Um, I think it's just gotten down to the point where we need to start thinking about the draft. Now, it was, now it will be a bye week. Um, we have a bye week. Could come at a better time if you want to fire somebody, a.k.a. the defensive coordinator, a.k.a. the head coach. Now, I will say they're still fighting for him. I haven't seen them give up and quit yet. And that's a good thing. That means that message is still being heard in that locker room. You can tell by their body language they are still playing for him, but they just aren't talented enough. Which needs to go and take a look upstairs. The guy upstairs, Dave Caldwell, needs to be looked at. I mean, your job as the GM is to get the backups. These are our backups. They don't look good. I know we're the youngest team in the NFL. We're the youngest team in the NFL. And I know that. But it just doesn't look good for him. Um, the offense, once again, started slow. If you have not known or did not know, this is the 15th game in a row. They failed to score on the opening drive. 15 games in a row. That, that 15 games in a row. When your offense gets started, the team gets started. Offense started slow in this game. Minshew didn't complete a pass into the second quarter. He had the offense had eleven yards in the first quarter. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. The offense started slow, but in the second quarter they eventually picked it up, and we were able to get down by two. Because of James Robinson. James Robinson was fantastic in this game. Um, he could not do any wrong. He is our best player on offense. It, it just seems like he's our best player on offense. When he gets going, the team gets going. And it just seemed like from when they scored the touchdown, it was a it was like a jolt of energy when James Robinson scored the touchdown. The defense responded. 
then the offense responded again with another touchdown, and we're like, okay, we're in this game. So we went to halftime down 16-14, and we're like, okay, we're in this game. But James Robinson had a rushing touchdown, he had our two-point conversion, and he had a receiving touchdown. He was everything in the first half. He was carrying us. And then you get the start of the third quarter. The start of the third quarter, we get a block punt by Daniel Thomas. And that was a result of a touchdown. He brought it in for a score. Now we're up 21-16. Now, at this point, you're like, okay, everything's rolling. Everything's going good. We're about to win this game. This is about to be our second victory. It was a little excitement. But in the back of your head, back of mine, I was thinking, hey, the Jaguars could do the Jaguar thing. And guess what happened? They did the Jaguar thing. We score. We get a missed field goal, I believe. It's it's logging my head. We get a missed field goal. So we get the ball in good field position. And Strangely enough, our off our, our coach decides to go for a fourth down in Chargers territory. For odd reasons, he could have punted the ball. The defense, the defense was getting there. The defense was confident. You could tell the defense had a jota energy. They had just got to stop. Then you had the miss field goal. They were up and up. And our guy, <laughs> Doug Marone, decides, hey, we're in Chargers territory. Chargers territory, not meaning we're we're there. It's actually Jaguars territory. Let me let me correct that. They're in Jaguars territory. We are. He decides to go for it on fourth down. On fourth and two. And was stopped. Instead of punting the ball away and having the and having the Chargers go the whole entire field, we were stopped on fourth and two, which became it was Chargers ball, and they were already in our territory, and it resulted in a touchdown. And after that, the game kind of just got out of hand. After that. Uh, Minshew scored. We were keeping it somewhat close, but then the Chargers pulled away. Justin Herbert looks good. Justin Herbert looks good. And I know he's a rookie. And he's got a lot to learn. But he looks good. And they already have an offense for him. He's going to be a problem if he continues to improve. And the good thing about him is... A lot of these two rookie quarterbacks, they didn't have they didn't have they didn't really get much time because of COVID. But they look good, both of them. Burrow and Herbert. Herbert. Justin Herbert is gonna be damn good for the Chargers. He destroyed our defense. He had three touchdowns, passing three hundred and forty seven yards. He had a rushing touchdown and he had sixty six yards rushing. We had no answer for him. 
our defense got a sack. I think, yeah, we got a sack in this game. But we had no answer for him. He threw a, he threw a beautiful pass for 73 yards to I don't even know the guy's name. This guy was this guy was throwing to Keenan Allen, but he was throwing a bunch of guys that I had never heard of. He threw a beautiful pass down the sideline for 73-yard touchdown to Gilton. It was beautiful. I think Claiborne was on coverage. He had no answer. Claiborne couldn't catch him, and he was gone. The game was close. And then Westbrook fumbled. They scored again, and that was it. That was pretty much the game. It's the same thing. I don't know when they're going to think about pulling the plug in, Coach. They, the team plays for them, so they might not do it. But they, if they wanted to fire a coach and a defensive coordinator, this would be the week to do it. It's a bye week. It's the sixth straight loss. We'll get the bye week this week. Then we play Houston. <laughs> And Houston has destroyed us. Houston just destroyed us. They just put 30 on us and they couldn't they couldn't even score on the fucking Green Bay Packers. Because I watched that game since it was earlier at 1 o'clock. Their offense looked pedestrian. The Texans looked terrible. But this is our chance. Two weeks from now, we'll play the Houston Texans to see if we can get a revenge and win that game. But I I don't know how this gets better. And since it's a bye week, this is mid-review, let's do some little reviewing. I mean, defense, if we can give it a grade, it'll be an F. <laughs> it would be an F. Um five sacks as a team. We cannot we have five sacks as a team. We are tied for last in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers. We have five sacks as a team. The two people we traded in the offseason, right? Yannick, he has five sacks. (laughs) He has five by himself. Campbell, Calais Campbell, the mayor. He has four. That's nine sacks with those two people. (laughs) Our defense is ass. Is it not ass? Fans, when you look and see the defense, are you any confident in them getting a stop? I literally, watching a game, Justin Herbert had all the time in the world in the pocket. He had all the time in the world, and he was just putting the ball right on target. It was like practice. And I I know, oh, yeah, the defense has had some injuries. They have. And for those people that say, oh, Minshew's not the reason. Minshew's not the reason. Well, our offense started off slow. Now, we don't got nothing... 
he he's an offense. He's the leader of the offense. So the defense has nothing to do with him. All he his job is to put together a drive, a sub a sustaining drive to score, and he has been, he's failed at that. Now, yes, now I will po- point out some things because I want to point out some things. I took my handy dandy. I want to point out some things. Minshew, the offensive line, has allowed 23 sacks. They've allowed 23 sacks. That is fourth most, I believe. It's top five. They've allowed... They're in the top five for allowing the most sacks. Minshew has 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, a 67 completion percentage, and he has a quarterback rating of 94.1. It's not bad. It's actually pretty good. It's it's not bad. But when you look at the games, his although his stats are not bad, if you watch the games, you'll see that most of the time it's catch-up. I, I want to see a game. I have yet to see a game this season that the offense start off strong. The offense starts up getting the ball, taking it down the field, scoring, getting the ball, taking it down the field, scoring, and now the defense plays with a lead. That is yet to happen. And... Yes, the defense is awful, but the offensive job is to score points, and the offense has not done that. They haven't done a good job at that. Minshew has not been bad. He hasn't been bad. But he has to get better. The offense has to get better. It just has to get better. Um since we are one and six, it's only fitting to look at the draft. Because I think I think every Jag fan knows that this year we're not going nowhere. We aren't. But can we get the number one pick? And if we get the number one pick, who are we gonna pick? <laughs> Me personally, we're going to have cap. We're going to have over 80 million in cap. We're going to have all of these draft choices. We're going to have the the Vikings second round pick maybe early. And I like an early second round pick. To me, it's like a late first rounder if it's within the first 3. But They'll have a early second round pick. They'll have their own second round pick, the Jags. And they'll have two first rounders. They have a chance to really build this team the way they want to. Currently, right now, the two teams that really, that I think can really cause problems for the Jaguars of not getting the luxury of having the number one pick. Is the Jets, 
J-E-T, Jets, 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 Jets. I was rooting for them today. I wanted them to beat Buffalo. Because if they beat Buffalo, guess what happens? They right in that picture are going down. And they play hard. They play hard enough to believe. They play hard enough to win, but just couldn't beat the Buffalo. Buffalo is too talented. And then you got the Giants. The Giants pose a threat. But one thing I can say about the Giants from watching them, they have got better. They've they've gotten better every game. They've gotten better. They just have to protect Daniel Jones, but they've gotten better. So there's a chance they could win. They almost won Thursday. But as a franchise quarterback does what Carson Wentz did. What I saw Carson Wentz do on Thursday is what a franchise quarterback do. Everything breaks down. Put it on my back. I'll just bring you home. Doesn't matter. I don't know who he's throwing to. But put it on my back. I'll do what I can. I'll bring it home. Joe Burrow and Carson Wentz has been sacked more than Minshew. Carson Wentz has a better record. But I will say the the, the defense of the Eagles, their defensive line has been pretty good. But let's look at their schedules because those two pose a real serious threat. Washington won today. I think Dallas is going to be in the top five, but these teams play each other in the East. So they're going to beat each other. To be honest, when I'm looking at the Jags schedule after Houston, they're going to lose the remainder of their games. I don't see them winning another game. I don't see them winning another game. And if if they decide to fire the coach to get the process started early, fire the coach and the GM, get both of them out of here. Todd Wash can finally leave. I don't know what information he has on our owner and on Doug Marone, but he's been atrocious. Why is he still here is beyond my imagination. The fans don't know. Nobody knows why he is still here. He still runs the same BS. When a rookie corner and Jalen Ramsey said, this guy should be fired. And a, a rookie told him that. Not only did a rookie tell him that, multiple players always had issues with Todd Wash's scheme. He should not be a defensive coordinator anymore for this team. I don't like people losing their jobs, but when it's bad, you should lose your job. So these guys are the ones that pose a threat. This is the Giants' schedule. They have the Bucks. They'll lose to the Bucks. They have the Washington football team. That's a winnable game for the Giants. They have the Eagles. That's a winnable game for the Giants. We just saw how close it was Thursday night. They have the Bengals. That is a winnable game. For the Giants. Now they have the Seahawks loss. Cardinals loss. Ravens. Let's not even think about that. 
They have the Cowboys. That's a win for them. The Cowboys are atrocious. They have a historically terrible defense. I don't see it getting better. It hasn't. They just lost to Washington pretty easily. So when Washington got that second win, we moving on up. Bengals, I was rooting for them against the Browns. They almost pulled it off, but Baker Mayfield did some voodoo with that throw. Them two throws, voodoo. They still right there, but they got a chance because they have an offense to win games. And they can win this game against the Giants too. Cowboys, I can see that a victory for the Giants. Now the Jets. They have not won a game. Almost won today against the Bills. Pretty close. They have the Chiefs. They ain't winning that game if they tried. They just... Mahomes... The offense, Kansas City's too good of a team. They're not winning that one. But Patriots? Patriots? They could win that game. I just want, you want to see what, they don't have a quarterback. If we were smart, if Jacksonville, because remember the, remember this week it was, oh, if Minshew plays bad, they're going to bench him. Who the hell are you going to bring in for Minshew? That's a who upstairs. If anybody upstairs in Jacksonville organization said we're gonna bench Minshew if he plays bad, who the fuck are you playing? You're playing our six round pick guy. No, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see what the what the hell is his name? Lennon Glennon. I don't want to see him. You let Minshew play this out. Let Minshew make his mistakes. He's a second year quarterback. Let him ride this out so we can get a fair assessment. If they ever considered benching him, they might as well trade him by November 3rd. And guess who they should trade him to? They should trade him to New England. Because what I just, I, I, what New England got over there, I don't want it. It makes me grateful for Gardner Minshew. Whatever they got over there is terrible. They're going to... They might lose on purpose, which helps the Jets because the Jets can beat the Patriots. The Patriots' defense can only hold up so long. And they got destroyed today by the 49ers. Destroyed. Their quarterback situation is terrible. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose. But if they start losing, guess who plays them? The Jets play them twice. Those are two winnable games for the Jets. (laughs) Two winnable games for the Jets. They play. The Jets do on this one. They play the Chargers. Can they beat the Chargers? It's a possibility. That's a winnable game for them. They have the Dolphins. And the Dolphins officially named Tua as their starting quarterback. And if Tua's their starting quarterback... That can be a winnable game because we don't know what Tua can do. It's going to be an adjustment for him. We don't know what Tua can do. That's a winnable game for the Jets. They have the Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, and Browns. They're not winning any of those games. I don't I don't see that. Seeing them win any of those games. So they could end up with this second half of their schedule with two wins over the Patriots, 
A win over the Dolphins, a win over the Chargers. That's four. I don't see us getting four wins. All the winnable games that I thought we could win, we got blew out. So we got blew out. We made them look way better than what they were. So the Giants and Jets, I believe, are the two threats to us getting Trevor Lawrence or La- Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Um, those two, because because we would love to believe Minshew will be the guy, but let's be honest: if we get a new coach and a new GM, they're gonna want their guys. They're not gonna want. They're not gonna want people that. They're not gonna want a quarterback. They're not gonna want a quarterback that isn't theirs. They want to ride and die with the guy that they picked. Remember when we had um 2012, right? And we had Blaine Gabbard. We had just drafted him not too long ago. What did Dave Caldwell do when he got in? Got rid of him. He wanted his guy. He wanted his guy. And guess who he got? His guy and Blake Bortles. Who has been crap? Blake Bortles has been crap. But that's who he wanted. So that's who he got. We have a chance to get the number one pick and get our quarterback. If we want a new coach and a new GM, this dra- this this job looks attractive. We have multiple picks. We have cap room for our guy. We have cap room for our guy. So it could be beneficial for whoever is trying to get this job. If we we're gonna fire them. We're gonna fire we're gonna clear the house. This is an attractive job. Over 70, 80 million in cap, multiple draft picks. The right coach and GM is going to take that position and take it and consider it as they should. They should. But the Jaguars probably will continue losing. And now. You know, week one, we were hype. And by, (laughs) it's like week seven. (laughs) Week seven, we're like, reality is set in. We should start looking towards the draft. The 2021 draft that's in Cleveland, Ohio. We should start looking at the draft. We should start looking at the college players. It's the truth of the matter. Only thing now that we look at Jags games is who's going to stay. Chart will be here. James Robinson has been our best, to me, offensively, has been our best player. When he gets going, the offense gets going. We're going to, LaVisca's going to be here. We're starting to realize certain pieces that's going to be here. And we kind of know the ones that aren't going to be here. But we lose our sixth straight game. Um, and that's it. Um, this is the JJC podcast. 
episode 12. When you get a chance, check out the website at www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com on social media, hashtag Jags Country. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at SportsLove883. Um, we will be back next week during the bye week. And we will talk about the Houston Texans and whatever news might come towards the bye week. Really hoping that they say that they are going to make some changes. But we'll see then. See you later. Have a good night. Good week. Bye.